0: On Friday, Canada will honor the more than 900 soldiers killed in what was one of the deadliest battles in Canadian military history. On August 19, 1942, 6,000 soldiers, mostly Canadian, landed on the coast of then heavily occupied a Nazi stronghold of Dieppe. It would prove to be a disaster. Um, I was there actually for the 70th anniversary 10 years ago now, and and one veteran who was there at the time uh, told me they were sitting ducks when they went in. Of the 4,963 Canadians who went in that day, only 2,210 returned to Great Britain, including 614 wounded. In fewer than 10 hours of fighting, 807 Canadians died. 100 more would later succumb to their wounds back in Great Britain or die in captivity because nearly 2,000 Canadians became prisoners of war. There will be the customary ceremonies to honour all those who fought and all those who never came home later this week. But the Juneau Beach Centre, uh, Canada's Second World War Museum and cultural centre located in Normandy in France, also has a new exhibition called From Dieppe to Juno," And the centre is also trying to remind all of us about who fought and died that day. So they undertook, as a side project, undertook a research project to see where those who had died had lived in this country, back in Canada, and tried to see if there was a contemporary address. All part of something they called, they lived where you live." And it involves sending a postcard to those who live at the address now. With, me, with more on the project, joining me now is Alex Fitzgerald Black. He's executive director uh, of the Judo Beach Center Association. Thanks for your time tonight. What a great project. Ben, it's a pleasure to be here with you. So for listeners who, uh, who may not be entirely, or perhaps need reminding every anniversary of just the significance of the Battle of Dieppe, uh, it was always known as one of the deadliest days in Canadian military history, one of the deadliest battles in Canadian military history, rather. Uh, obviously important for you to, to commemorate it.
1: Absolutely. The Juno Beach Centre uh, over in France, it's not just a D-Day museum. We cover the entirety of Canada's story during the Second World War. And so it was really important to us you know, especially with Dieppe just a couple of hours down the coast that we commemorated the Dieppe rate in a significant way this year. And as you said, you know, this is the darkest day of Canada's Second World War. Uh, Between 800 and 900 Canadians were killed in just over really 8 to 10 hours, uh, which is just absolutely shocking. You know, back then, a much smaller country, not (laughs) geographically necessarily, but in terms of population. And so, it was quite a shock eventually when news filtered back with uh, the casualty figures from that day.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I covered the 70th anniversary there, and it is it is a very sombering spot. And when you talk to the veterans just about how chaotic and how deadly that day was, how did you land on the He Lived Where You Lived program?
1: So we'd actually done something similar to this uh, back in 2019 for the 75th anniversary of D-Day in the Battle of Normandy, but more specifically for Dieppe, um, the Juno Beach Centre, we worked on an exhibit called "From Dieppe to Juno," which is currently on at the Juno Beach Centre. And one of the zones in the exhibition is about uh, propaganda, but but more broadly speaking, you know the reaction to the raid. Um, and one of the things we wanted to impart upon our visitors, many of whom are European is just how widespread this, you know, military disaster was in terms of its impact across Canada. And so we did a little bit of research into, um, you know, charting each unit, um, or at least the garrisons, like where the units were raised, you know, Hamilton for the Royal Hamilton Light Infantry, um, Southern Saskatchewan for the South Saskatchewan Regiment, uh, Esteban Saskatchewan, um, Winnipeg, Manitoba for the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada, as, as some examples, to really showcase, you know, you know what the devastation was, sadly, on uh, those populations, and what the impact implied would be on the people back at home. And so we thought, why not try to promote the exhibition a little bit and to, you know, to get people interested in the anniversary for the 80th uh, to remember by going one step further and looking into the service files of each of the individuals and trying to pick out an address that they may have left in terms of, uh, you know, when they uh, signed their attestation form to say, yes, I, I volunteer to go serve overseas. What address are you signing up from? And so that's the one we typically took and went and tried to compare it with Canada post to determine, you know, whether or not, you know, we could find a matching address, a modern address today. And the intent of the campaign is very much, you know, this raid, this action took place 80 years ago, there's only a handful of veterans left very few people who, you know, witnessed it firsthand able to tell the story. And so we wanted to give Canadians a reason to maybe pause to think about uh, what had happened uh, 80 years ago, and, um, and to reflect on that and we thought the postcards would be a great way for Canadians to get involved that way.
0: So. Ultimately, you tried to track down modern addresses that would correspond to those addresses uh, registered more than 80 years ago at this point, um, and then try and send a postcard saying that the gentleman, who the soldier that died that day, lived where you live. Uh, it, it is It must take a lot of work. How successful were you at finding addresses now that corresponded with those ones that were registered back then?
1: So we started with a list of names primarily from the Commonwealth War Graves Commission, and we added some names in throughout, and we had about 800 names. And now about 807 Canadians were killed on the day of the Dieppe raid. Um, about 100 more or so were, you know, died of wounds or died in prisoners of war camps, um, that sort of thing. And so we had about 800 names. We took that list, and we actually engaged with some volunteers and asked, you know, Because this is just a time-consuming effort to go through each service file and check the address, grab that address, plug it into a spreadsheet, uh, and then bring it over to, you know, the Canada Post website to check and see if there's something that's close by or that, you know, exactly matches it. And so we were very grateful to have a number of volunteers, um, uh, uh, at least a couple of them who did a lot of this work uh, to help us make sure that we could, you know, fill some mailboxes across the country.
0: So. Ultimately, how many of these did you send out, and
1: and what do they look like? So we sent out uh, 400, so about a 50 percent success rate, which actually you know was 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 pleasantly surprising uh, uh, for our researchers. And the postcards, like most postcards, are two sided. So on one side we have a poster, uh, which features uh, the poster for our "From Dieppe to Juno" exhibition commemorating the 80th anniversary of the Dieppe Raid. Uh, the postcard features a It's not a a very rare image, but it's not a typical image that you see in a lot of um, Dieppe exhibits. It's actually an image in many of the images of the beaches after the raid. All of them pretty much were taken by German uh, photographers, German army photographers. This one is one of those. It features basically um, dozens of uh, Canadian helmets that the Canadians have clearly like taken off their their heads and put on the ground as they you know raise their arms and surrender, um, and a lot of them are tangled in a bunch of barbed wire that's kind of in the midground. And then in the background is a uh, immobilized uh, Churchill tank. One of the Churchill tanks. Uh, one of the first uh, times these tanks were used in action was at Dieppe, and it is sitting there on the beach. Um, kind of perpendicular uh, to the view of, of the camera which is looking out uh, uh, towards the channel and presumably that tank was immobilized there or at least it was parked there by the crew perhaps in that position to provide cover for the troops uh, because there was very little, um, uh, very little they could use to take cover behind uh, in that, on that open beach yeah on that deadly day, yeah
0: that's one of the things you know when you step set foot on that beach is just how how much of a challenge it was to embark uh, to disembark on it yes. um and, and so, so you sent these out to 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 a variety of people who lived at those addresses have you have you heard back have you have you heard from them and and wh- how do you tell how do you explain to them what the purpose of the postcard was who lived there uh who lived yeah. where they lived
1: yeah, so on the back of the postcard it says he lived where you live. And it says, you know, after the Second World War broke out, insert name here, enlisted in the Canadian military from this address. A little bit of information about the raid there. And tragically, that individual was killed uh, during the raid. And he was, you know, X years old. And then we explain, you know, to mark the 80th anniversary of the Dieppe Raid, the General Beach Centre is sending postcards to addresses across the country where these young heroes once lived. And you can learn more about the raid in the JBC's new temporary exhibition, from Dieppe to Juno, and our online educational resource, who tells the story of dieppe at juneaubeach.org. And then we have um, basically our social media handles for people to use to kind of, they want to tag us in a post if they've received the card. Um, and they can email us at Juno post uh, Postcards at um or call us at 905-581-5001 uh, to tell us that they've received the card. We've... Re- Received one uh, indication that we've uh, someone's received a postcard and is responding. Uh, we don't have a, a full statement from them yet, but we have received a number of really um, uh, very kind emails, uh, uh, instant messages on social media, uh, messages uh, on our answering machine at the office, about people who just are aware of the campaign now and who perhaps had a loved one who served uh, at Dieppe, whether they you know perished during the raid. Or whether they survived the raid, and, and they're all reaching out and you know <laughs> thanking us for this effort to commemorate Canada's darkest day of the Second World War eighty years right. ago. So four hundred were sent out about the, near the end of July. Is that right? Early August. Yeah, that's right. Near the end of the July, so they should all have arrived uh, at the addresses. And so we're really keen uh, to hear back. So if you've received a postcard, we hope to hear from you. Uh, you know, you can send us an email uh, to yeah. JunoPostcards at junobeach.org.
0: I'll try and share that information as well when we're done. Um, where did they go? Ultimately, I mean, where did you wind up sending a lot of them to? Because 400, I gather, you mentioned uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario. Uh, where where did the bulk of these 400 wind up?
1: The bulk of them wound up in Ontario, and that reflects, I guess, perhaps the the, the, the population uh, distribution of the country. But it also, more specifically, um, reflects the fact that. Some of the units that were hardest hit at Dieppe, um, for example, the Essex Scottish Regiment from near kind of Windsor, that area, in southwestern Ontario, the um, uh, Royal Regiment of Canada in Toronto uh, also suffered very, very, very heavy casualties. I mean, we're talking like 94% of the guys who went in on the landing craft, you know, killed, wounded, or captured Um you know, hardly anybody made it back. If you made it back in, in that case, you probably never got off the landing craft in the first place um, to, from Toronto. So a big, big chunk from Toronto. Um, I think 130 of them were from Toronto. Uh, the Royal Hamilton Light Infantry. Um, so uh, quite a number in Hamilton as well. Um, and then Montreal, uh, the Fusilier Mont um went in as the reserve unit. Uh, unfortunately, they, uh, were asked to reinforce failure due to kind of the fog of war, and so a heavy number from there. Out west, uh, Manitoba was the uh, province with the most postcards. So twenty-two went to addresses in Manitoba, uh, one to British Columbia, uh, just just the one, and that probably reflects. I mean, this isn't; it's not all eight hundred to nine hundred Canadians who were killed during the raid. So there may be more out there that we just couldn't uh, match but it reflects the fact that you know there weren't any um infantry units in particular from that province uh that were involved in this operation.
0: And I know on your website there's also a map you can look at if you want to click on where the, where the postcards went to find out so you can actually uh get more detail if you'd like. So with the 80th anniversary coming up on Friday, what other what else do you have planned? The postcards obviously one part of of a broader effort to recognize the day.
1: Yes. So, I mean, the, the big thing is, is, is our exhibition from Dieppe to Juneau. Um, we're really uh, excited for actually August 20th. The museum is going to be uh, greeting a delegation from Veterans Affairs Canada. Um, obviously, the events um, uh, in France, uh, specifically at Dieppe on the 19th of August, are probably going to get a fair bit of attention and, and, and rightfully so. And we know that Veterans Affairs Canada has, is bringing a group of, of veterans, uh, Second World War veterans, and I believe at least one, um, DF veteran uh, over there for, for that event and so we're looking forward to seeing uh, the images uh, uh, from that event as well um, and really we just uh, we hope people check out our educational resources if you go to JunoBeach.org, beach.org um, and there's a, a link to our kind of 80th anniversary content there and and you can check out uh, those educational resources and other resources this program as, as you've alluded to uh, he lived where you live um, and we just, again, really hope that uh, Canadians uh, take a moment on Friday uh, to, to spare a thought for, for those who, you know, freely gave of themselves, um, many of whom didn't come home in the case of the DEP rate uh, 80 years ago.
0: Well, it's it's a it's a lovely initiative, Alex. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you get a few more responses from those who may have received them. You never know where postcards end up sometimes, but I hope you get uh, you get more responses from those who received them to uh, to share their thoughts about living at the address because it does remind Canadians that those who died uh, in France eighty years ago uh, were just guys who lived on the live who lived in this you know, lived on streets and in homes like we do today, right? So, thank you so Absolutely. much for your time tonight.
1: And thank you, Ben, for having us.